0: Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of My Father's House program in English. I am pleased today to host our dear brother and the servant of the Lord, Khalil Ash'ar, who will share with us his testimony and how the Lord called him. I'm sure many will be blessed with his testimony. Before we start listening to Khalil today, I would like to share with you briefly why I chose the name My Father's House for the program. Let us open our Bibles to read from John 14, verse 2. In My Father's house there are many dwelling places, homes. If it were, if it were not so, I would have told you, for I am going away to prepare a place for you. Through this verse, the expectation of the Lord Jesus was that even death would not be a threat to the disciples because by his death, he was making a home for his disciples and for all believers. Because as you may know, if you read the chapter 14 completely, uh, disciples were afraid, confused, depressed, They even couldn't stay with the Lord for a while while He was praying in prayer. They couldn't stay. They went to sleep. The the reason they went to sleep because they were under uh, pressure, depressed, and they were confused. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, the Lord was telling them that they need to believe in God and believe in Him. Uh, By this, He means the salvation the work of salvation that the Lord Jesus took upon himself and be after he said believe in God and believe in me which believe which means believe in the work of salvation he came with the idea of saying or he started saying in verse 2 in my father's house there are many dwelling places so by the work of salvation he was preparing he was preparing the uh, believers to become temples houses who are going to reflect god the father the son and the holy spirit through their faith and life to this earth to these people the ones who are living in darkness so this is the main idea that you need to understand the word home in greek means mon meaning dwelling however we do not have to take the word dwelling only as stone houses years ago a british newspaper ran a contest to determine the best definition of the word house and the answer that won was home is where you get the best care so when the lord jesus was talking about The home in my father's house, there are dwelling places, homes. He was talking about the best care that the the person will get. The poet Robert Frost says, the house is the place where a person is welcomed upon his arrival. So each and every person that will encounter the Lord will be welcomed upon his arrival. As if the person is entering the eternity, even though still the person is in the body. But there there will be a door open in front of this person to see and understand the things that the person or we will see in eternity. According to the Lord Jesus, my Father's house means the place where all things began and where the whole creation will return and be judged in the end. Thus, according to the Lord Jesus, my Father's house is not a place, but a way of life. Let's read together in Re- Revelation 21, uh, verses 22 through 23. I saw no temple in the city, for the Lord God omnipotent and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of the sun nor of the moon to give light to it, for the splendor and radiance of of God illuminate it, and the lamp it is its lamp. So, there, as, as we see uh, that although these verses speak of a temple, a city, and a nevertheless, nevertheless, these verses also reveal that God and the lamp are the city and the temple in eternity. So, even though today we do not live in eternity, but we must take into consideration that eternity in Christ lives in us. Driven from these facts, God does not uh, live under a roof. God Himself is everything and it is not possible to restrict, restrict Him under a ceiling or a place because He fills all existence. When in John 14, 2, the Lord Jesus spoke about the Father's house and the dwelling place, He made it clear that through the work of the salvation, we would be able to see clearly the true nature of God. So when He was talking to us that in the Father's house, there are many dwelling places which we will reach through the work of the salvation that He is going to do on the cross by shedding His blood, we were going to see the real Nature, the true nature of God, which we lost uh, by by sin, because of the sin and Adam. How? Through our new incorruptible identity that has the ability to see and hear beyond our human eyes and ears. This is what Paul says as well. We will be able to see things that no one has seen before, hear things that no one heard before. So this is what the word of God is telling us, that we will have the, the, the incorruptible identity through our spirit and we will be able to hear beyond our human eyes uh, see and hear beyond our human eyes and ears according to us house is where we live eat drink but we notice that the bible has a clear explanation on this subject in the new testament we notice that the meaning of the word temple has a different explanation in the bible Let's let's start from the Old Testament. uh, In the Old Testament, the temple was built of stone. And it symbolized the presence of God. In the New Testament, first, the Lord Jesus was the temple. And after the coming of the Holy Spirit, the believers became the temple. So we realize all the details of the temple that was made by stone became the identity of the believers. And these details represented the attributes, dedications, and the loyalty of the believers. So, we realized that the temple and the building of, that was made of stone was a symbol. But the real one, through Christ, became the believers. So, this is what I tried, I'm trying to ex- explain. For this reason, when we obtain the immortal body, and unite with the Lord, I am sure that the word, my father's house, will have a different appearance and interpretation, unique to the kingdom of heaven. So in the Old Testament was the temple. In the beginning of the New Testament, uh, Lord Jesus was the temple. Afterwards, after we received the Holy Spirit, we, the believers, became the temple. So I am sure when we uh, uh, enter the eternity with immortal bodies the my father's house name word will have a different appearance and interpretation unique to the kingdom of heaven if the lord jesus dwells in us through the holy spirit and we are the temple of the holy spirit and the kingdom of god is reflected through our lives then our souls and ourselves became the father's house through christ so we can reflect him through our lives, through our deeds, through our uh, integrity, love, kindness, meekness uh, 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 to others. In John 14 too, the Lord Jesus also meant that the disciples and the believers would become what God have had in mind for them from the beginning. By saying this, Lord Jesus' goal was to strengthen the believers' true identity so that their circumstances and the burden of their ministry won't affect their life. Based on these facts, believers today are empowered to represent uh, uh, the Father's house with their lives, regardless of the type of difficulty they encounter. In my opinion, a miracle, a healing, a salvation, and the success of every believer is a testimony and a reflection of the Father's house. So today, on this occasion, we will see how the Lord is announcing the idea of the Father's house through our very dear brother Khalil's life. Hello Khalil, thank you for accepting our invitation. I'm sure many will be blessed today. Thank you, Pastor, for having me tonight. It's an honor to be here. Amen. Tell us, Khalil, about yourself. How was your life in your youth before encountering the Lord? Life was...
1: I led a very wild lifestyle in the past. A lifestyle that was full of parties and wild living, like drinking and doing things beyond ordinary, beyond normal. And... uh, I had no purpose for life. Life seemed like a way to just run around and do whatever... whatever made you happy, whatever suits you at that point,
0: Jane. Yeah. What were your beliefs and thoughts about Jesus before accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior? I knew He
1: existed, but that's, that's all I knew. And there was this one time when I was about 19 years old I had a dream where Jesus appeared to me and he passed me, so I started chasing him and then he disappeared. So, after I woke up from that dream, I felt emotional, crying, and all those things, but then that was it. I thought that's all it took, you know. Uh, so, life went on. I still maintained that wild lifestyle I had and it carried on this way until. Many years later, I had an accident in Lebanon and uh, this accident was so brutal that uh, even doctors don't know how I survived it. So before this accident, I was very hyper and I felt invincible, nothing could kill me. The world was my oyster and everything. So since like after this accident happened, I realized life could just disappear in the snap Mm -hmm. of a finger. Mm So, yeah.
0: What significant encounter did you have with Jesus that made you follow him more and more?
1: After this accident, a year later, I came to Lebanon for a holiday and I met a friend of mine called David in a park that I never knew existed next to my house. (laughs) And so David asked me uh, where I thought I was going after I died. And I said, "One-way ticket to hell." He just he just came and asked this question to you. He asked me this question out yeah. of nowhere, and I was laughing. And I said, "One-way ticket to hell." So he smiled back, and he's like, "Would you like to know God?" I was like, "Who wouldn't?" So then he asked me to meet him again in the park. Uh, I think it was the next day, and I did. And after we after we met the next day, he did the salvation prayer with me. And that very moment. There was no past, there was no future. I felt something very heavy pour into my heart. And every form of unforgiveness disappeared. Great love exploded in my heart. I've never felt anything like this before. And this is when it started, my journey in Christ.
0: Mm, amen. 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 Tell us more about the accident and what happened after the accident and how the Lord healed you.
1: After this accident I had in 2008, it had many negative impacts on my body. Now, um, part of the damages were at my jaw. The therapist said there's no cure for it. So I had to follow up on therapy and I had to wear wear a mouth guard every day, which was very annoying, actually. It was very, very annoying. Until one day I came to church expecting to hear from the Lord. So while the pastor was praying, I had my eyes closed and I was also praying. And then somebody taps me at the back of my shoulders and says, the pastor is calling you. So I look and he says, come. I go to him and he asks me, what's wrong with you? God wants to bless you. I said, I had a problem with my jaw. So he prayed for me, asked me, what were you feeling? I said nothing. He prayed again and asked me to walk back to my chair. As I was going, he stopped me again and said, God is blessing you. Long story short, I sat, I sat on my chair and in no time I lost my breath and my heart started beating. Before I realized this thing had disappeared. And this is one of the greatest
0: miracles I've ever experienced
1: in my life. Until today, I'm free from this issue with my jaw.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, what were the reactions of your friends and family when they heard about the miracle? Oh, they were very happy. My parents
1: witnessed the pain I was going through and everything that the doctors had said to me regarding this. So it was quite uh, an amazing impact it had on their lives. Yeah.
0: How does this type of life now match through what the Lord said about my father's house being the temple of the Holy Spirit? What do you represent to the world today?
1: Love, kindness, peace, joy,
0: yeah, faithfulness. How do you show these to people, these things?
1: Regardless of how they behave towards me, I retaliate in a different way.
0: In your work? In, in my work, life. in my social life.
1: Everywhere I go, whatever I do. And you, whoever I meet, yes.
0: Amen. Yeah.
1: And some people actually laugh. They say, you're too kind-hearted. And I laugh back and I'm like... I love you. Yeah, I'm <laughs> happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you had one advice mm. to share with the world who are in need for a Savior, what would it be?
1: God God is love. A lot of evil things happening in this world. He says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, He says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He also says, all who believe in him will never be ashamed. He is the light of the world. All who follow him will never walk in darkness. And this is what he says again. And if when you know the truth, the truth will set you
0: free. Amen. 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 Thank you, Khalil. This was beautiful. I'm sure many will be blessed. As you may see, uh, Khalil had an encounter with the Lord. And as he said today, uh, uh, he was changed completely from inside out and everything became new uh, he started feeling in a different way and the life was new it was a new page new start for him and this is not only for Khalil. it happened with me it happened with Khalil. it happens with you as well if you accept him as Lord and Savior so I encourage you if you haven't accept Jesus as Lord and Savior yet today is the right time this moment is the right time you just have to tell him that Lord Jesus I accept Uh, you in my heart, in my life. I accept you as Lord and Savior. I surrender to you completely and I promise to live the life that you wanted us to live from the beginning. And this will be enough so that the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will touch you, fill your heart, your life and your life will never be the same again. May God bless you while you accept him as Lord and Savior. Amen.